Welcome into the Golf Club, a great golf podcast here on the ESPN Chicago app. Hey, and the Golf Club is brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka, America's original craft vodka. Visit them today at titosvodka.com. And what a pleasure it is. I've actually followed this coach, this golfer from afar, because he seems to win every tournament in Illinois uh, as a competitor. And as a coach, he's been unbelievable at the University of Illinois. Mike Small joins us now on the Golf Club. Coach, how are you? Good morning, Randy. I'm doing great. Thanks. Well, congratulations. Uh, your sixth straight Big Ten championship and your 11th in 12 years. Uh, take me through the events and at Crooked Stick, and uh, uh, the team was uh, one by one stroke, correct? Yeah, it was a nail-biter. It came down to the last last hole, last stroke, and uh, you know that's always exciting for everybody there, except people, the, except the ones playing in it, I think, but um, or, or at least the coaches yeah. uh, watching it and trying to trying to figure things out. But it was a great week. It's something that the kids uh, on the teams in the Big Ten look forward to every year. And we have a lot of tournaments throughout the year, but this is a championship. And uh, Crooked Stick put on one heck of a show just like a championship should be. I mean, the golf course was immaculate. Uh, greens were fast. The uh, rough was up. Uh, the conditions were difficult with a lot of wind this week. Uh, springtime wind coming from the northwest and the southwest. And uh, it made for a really challenging golf course. And I think only one person, uh, you know, was broke par all week. So it was, uh, it was hard. It was, I played a lot of golf in my life and this was one of the toughest, uh, for three days, um, venues that I've seen in a long time. So the kids got a great test of championship golf. And like I said, the teams played well. Uh, we ended up winning by one over Iowa who played great all week. We played with Iowa every round and, uh, uh, they have a good young team, well coached team. And, um, it was fun competing with them. Uh, last round, we got down early. We had a lead going into the last round, actually, a uh, two-shot lead, but got down by eight or nine shots uh, early. We came out pretty flat and didn't uh, didn't execute the way we need to, and uh, uh, Iowa took it to us pretty good. But then the back nine, we kind of turned it around, uh, stabilized ourselves, and really played some gutty golf. Didn't hit it great, but played some gutty golf and ended up pulling out by one. So, Coach, I I've, I watch a ton of golf. I'm a huge golf fan, but I'm, I haven't watched a lot of collegiate golf. Um how does it work? Are, are you allowed to talk to the golfers as as it's going on, or is it basically once they're on the course, you're, you're off limits? No, coaches, we can do everything except carry the bag. Okay. Um, we can talk to them. We can walk with them. We can, you know, tend the flag. Uh, we can uh, jump around and see different guys. We can uh, we, we, we just can't carry them in the cart anywhere if we have a cart, and we can't, uh, we can't carry their bag. But we can, be, we, we can infuse ourselves as deeply as we want to or need to. Um, and sometimes, obviously, you don't get near a kid all day. Um, if he's playing well, you just kind of let him do his thing. But if they're struggling, they need a little encouragement or a helping hand, then we'll jump around and help who needs help. How, how can you explain the success this program has had? I mean, obviously, it all starts at the top with you. But to win six in seven years, to win uh, 11, win six in a row in 11 and 12 years, uh, it's, it's, that's, that's a dynasty, Coach. Uh, how do you explain the success you've had at the University of Illinois? Well, I, I appreciate that, and, and I think it just it goes back to the kids and the players. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't fake it. You know, you got to have some talent, some guys that believe in themselves. Um, it took us a few years to build this thing. We finished second, I think, four, four times maybe before we ended up winning the first one. And uh, so we had to learn our way, and then uh, it's been a heck of a run in the conference and nationally um, in our finishes over that dozen years. And it's, I, I, I attribute it to the, to the players. They're good players. Um, there were, there's a lot of world-class talent that we've had that have gone on to play professional golf. And 
Um, that's where it starts. But then it then it starts with a culture and a, and a discipline and a commitment on their part um, to join to, to lock arms and join each other and push each other and keep each other accountable. Um, you know, during during the whole during their four years here and the whole process, and then. Uh, momentum is huge in golf, team golf especially. On the golf course, it's huge, and during a tournament, it's huge, but it's also um, huge in, in building something. And, and when kids come in after others and they want to uphold the, the history and the integrity and the legacy of the program, that's a big thing. And um, you know, but we've we've also accumulated a lot of uh, a lot of great following, um, donor support, uh, administration support. Our facilities are world class. I mean we spent over fifteen million dollars on campus just for golf just for the golf team on facilities over the years and it gives us the ability to recruit not only locally and regionally but nationally and globally and uh it's just become something special. And um you know we just take one day at a time, stay in the present but with the with with the mindset that we want to build something that's last and has some longevity to it and um and the kids have subscribed to that which has been great. We're visiting with the head golf coach at University of Illinois, Mike Small was in his 21st season. And, Coach, I have to imagine you've seen a lot in your 21 years, but with what COVID has done over the last two years, um, how challenging has it been for a head coach to to manage a team with all the restrictions and, and our new way of life? Well, it's been hard. Every Like you said, in every walk of life, we've all had to make adjustments. And, you know, when they shut us down a year ago, March, um, we couldn't do anything with our guys for six or seven months. We sent them home, so they were really out of our out of our eyesight, out of our our minds, really. And we talked to them, but their games were not were not something on. And then we came back last fall and could not play um, college golf, but they were back on campus. So at least we got to work and develop, work on some things, which I which I think really helped this team, current team out. Um, and then we started playing this spring. Um, uh, back back in college golf in a full schedule, and uh, the excitement these guys showed, and just the the the, the basic uh, feelings of just getting out with your friends and competing again was so refreshing for everybody to see, and especially for the coaches. These kids, you can see them playing golf for the love of playing the game, competing and playing with each other. That you know they didn't have for a year. It was almost a almost a year, eleven months, mm. and um, you know. So if there's one positive to take out of this whole this whole mess was that, um, you know, you, you, you learn to appreciate things you don't have. And these kids really did that. And the excitement and the euphoria they showed in competing all spring um, was, I think, was, I think, directly related to them not playing for a year. And then, we've, and then you, and on top of that, you put, you put a successful spring on there for us. And it's, 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 it's been a nice, very enjoyable, very enjoyable six, uh, you know, maybe four months this spring. And hopefully we have a couple more months of good golf ahead of us. Coach, you've had some uh, pretty impressive uh, golfers come through your, your program. Uh, you weren't there when Steve Stricker was there. That was back in 1987-88. Uh, but Scott Langley, who has been on the PGA Tour off and on, Luke Guthrie, uh, Thomas Peters, who I believe uh, had a second or third place finish at the Masters around three years ago, uh, who has played really well over in the European Tour and is now playing a lot more events over here in, in the PGA Tour, Thomas Dietrich. As well, Nick Hardy, who is on the, uh, I think, uh, the Corn Ferry Tour right now. But uh, that's a pretty impressive list there, Coach. You must be pretty proud. Oh, I am. Again, those guys earned it. You know, we tell the recruits when they come to Illinois that if they become an All-American and um, uh, top top ten player in the world, we've had, I think we had five or six guys graduate from Illinois who were top ten in the world mm. in the amateur rankings. Um, you know, they did it. 
um, we're here to help and support and let them have our knowledge and, 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 and they can use what they want and obviously, you know, dive into our culture, but they're the ones that do it. The, the, you know, that's their vision. That's their work. That's their, 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 their dream. And those guys have gone on to obviously have great college careers. And we've had two individual national champions, you know, Scott, Scott Langman and Thomas Peters won the NCAAs, which was, which is probably one of the biggest honors in amateur golf you can do. And then they all go on to have, uh, professional careers, which is something they chose to do. And I've had some great players that have chosen not to go play professional golf and chose to go into business or different walks of life, which make me just as proud. So, um, you know, these guys come to Illinois, they kind of immerse themselves in their education, immerse themselves in their golf game, and then try to find out where, which direction they want to go with their life. And a lot of them chose to choose golf, that they, they want to chase that trade and see how see how good they can be. And, and that's something we're very proud of. And those guys all stay in touch with us and and uh, come back and visit, and um, you know, just e- even after last week's Big Ten, when we won the Big Tens again, I got text messages from all of them. You know, just following the results and and, and getting excitement out of that too. Coach, uh, I'm I'm curious what uh, this will do for your program, if it does anything. I know Steve Stricker um, is a former uh, great player at Illinois. He's going to be the Ryder Cup captain. Um, what does that do for your program? I mean, and that's the highest level right there to be the. Sure. Uh, the the head coach or you know the be to leading the captain of the of the Ryder Cup team. Well, you know, Strick and I played together in Illinois. We were on the same team. Oh, I didn't and, know that. Um, yeah, and he got on the PGA Tour uh, maybe what two years before I did, and uh, obviously he stayed and made a great career out of it. And I lost my card um, about as quickly as I got it. But <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I, it, it's something we've been best friends forever, ever since college. So he's been involved in the program. Since I came back and started coaching, and um, um, he, you know, we, we keep in touch, and he knows the guys, he follows it, so it's it's helped us uh, with our alum, alumni base and and just just our players, just having them knowing that uh, you know guys won twelve times on the PGA Tour, and now the Ryder Cup captain has played in a bunch of Ryder Cups. That you know he's he was walking you know before them in their footsteps at Illinois. So, um, but I, I I think it continues to show people that you know talent comes out of this program. Shoot for you know. 30, 35 years by now, and you know, DA points played here. Right uh, when I was on was on, when I was on the PJ tour, um, I had my card out there. DA was playing in Illinois. So, um, and when when he graduated, that's about the time I came back uh, in two thousand, and uh, been coaching ever since. So we have a connection with guys. Guys, I think that's what makes the program a program. Uh, I have to ask you about yourself. I know you know most coaches are kind of modest; don't want to talk about themselves, but you're. Your playing career, I know you said, you know, you've lost your tour card, but what you've done is pretty impressive, Coach. Uh, you've won a record-tying three PGA Professional nat- National Championships. You've won the Illinois PGA Championship, a record-setting 12 times. And if memory served me correctly, I think in the Senior PGA Championship, you were uh, on the back nine in contention of like five or six, four or five years ago, if I am correct. But talk about how, how great a career that is for you. Well, thank you. But, but, you know, playing golf has always been fun for me. It's been important to me. And it's it's been very, very good to me over my life. Like I said, I got, I won a couple times on the Corn Ferry Tour back in the day when it was the Nike Tour, and uh, which got me on the PGA Tour, and I experienced that. And um, when I lost my card, a year later, I decided to coach. And if I hadn't decided to coach, who knows where my career would have gone. But it was it was a correct decision to make at that time. And um, um, I wanted to come back to Illinois and, and build something special, a place that I, where I played. But then also it gave me the opportunity to still continue to play with maybe a little less or a different mindset on golf and life. Um, and I played I played better. I made more cuts on the PGA Tour. I made more money on the PGA Tour than I did when I played full-time. 
and um, you know, and then I had some success a couple of years ago on the Champions Tour. I had three top tens and you know, a few events, and and made the playoffs. So, uh, as, you know, as a part-time player, so I think it's been perfect for me personally to be able to coach, chase something I love, be at a place I love, <clears throat> you know, play a play a part in these young kids' lives, but still be able to get back out and, and like you said, playing those national club pros and professional championships and uh, playing majors and, and um, you know, playing tour events and champions tour events and bring that experience back, but also satisfy that competitive urge in myself. So I'm the luckiest guy around. I've been able to be at, uh, play, you know, be at a competitive level as a coach and a player for, for 20 years. And it's something that um, keeps me young, keeps me vibrant. And it's something I can always chase. Well, it's a, it's an amazing run. And, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed that I didn't realize how dominant your program has been because uh, more people should know about it. I mean, that's that's just incredible. Six straight, 11 of 12, um, all the great players you, you have graduated and put into to the PGA Tour, the European Tour, and uh, really a great representative coach of the Big Ten. Uh, congratulations on another Big Ten championship. Best of luck in the NCAAs, and uh, hopefully we can talk again soon. Thanks, Randy. Call anytime and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks. So that's Mike Small, and before we get out of here, first of all, uh, again, once again, the Golf Club brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka, America's original craft vodka. Visit them today at titosvodka.com. Uh, Wells Fargo this weekend, huge field, great field. Uh, last week, I did have Sam Burns, but I didn't give it up because we didn't have a golf podcast, and I'm not just saying that. Um, I had him after the second round. I did not bet him pre-turning, so it wasn't that great a win. But uh, this weekend, uh, some great some great players, some good odds. I'm going to go Bryson DeChambeau at 14 to one. Rory is 18 to one. I know Rory's kind of a mess, but I he's won here before. I like Rory at 18 to one. Ricky Fowler at 66 to one, and a couple long shots. Cameron Davis, who has not been playing well but can really get hot, he's 125 to one. Maverick McNeely also 125 to one. Top tens. I'm going to go Maverick McNeely 11 to one. Phil, who's won here before. 12 to 1, JB Holmes, who hasn't been playing well, but all of a sudden will get hot. I think he can have a top 10, 22 to 1. And Sean O'Hare, who has not been playing great as well. I know I'm giving you some guys who haven't played great, but I think Sean O'Hare can also get hot and uh, finish top 10 at 22 to 1. And the Regents tradition for the Champions Tour. Uh, let's see, last week it was a great event. John Daly was in the running, which would love to see John Daly win. Anytime John Daly wins, it's great for golf, but. He hit one in the water in 18. Mike Ware gets his first win in over 13 years, I believe, or maybe even longer than that, but his first win in the Champions Tour. Uh, this weekend, a couple guys I like. Robert Carlson, uh, 50 years old, 51 years old, just his first year on the Tour. Uh, he's come close a couple times. He's 16-1. to 1. I'm going to go with him. Retief Husin, Gusin, 18-1. to 1. A couple long shots. Brand Job at 66-1. to 1. And Paul Goidos at 100-1. to 1. Just remember, we're two weeks away now from the PGA Championship. It's crazy. The golf season is just, uh, it's so condensed. They want to get done before the football season starts. So we got PGA Championship. Then the following month, we got the U.S. Open. Following month, we got the Open Championship and then the Ryder Cup. Unbelievable run. So that's going to do it for the golf club. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Coach Mike Small for joining us. Thanks to Tino's Handmade Vodka for sponsoring. And we'll talk to you next week. Hit them straight.